So welcome back to a new week of Out of the Bubble podcast. This week I am going solo. It's my 52nd birthday on Friday and I just thought it would be a great chance to catch up with everybody and fill you in on how my midlife journey is going and to kind of review the last three years of doing the podcast with over 103 episodes to go out. So it's just a bit of a check-in really and to say hello to everybody because obviously every week I have so much pleasure from interviewing everybody else and I thought it would be nice to catch up and, and share what's going on in my life too. And if you are enjoying listening to the podcast as much as I am sharing all these fabulous women, then you can also now buy me a coffee to show your appreciation. After talking to Helen Louise uh, Adams on the Money Mindset last week, it really reminded me to kind of value your worth. I love doing the podcast. It's something that I do in my spare time. It's something that I do for free. But obviously there's costs involved with editing and software and you know, it would be amazing to get some kind of financial support from, from my listeners. So it would be fabulous if once a month you would like to buy me a coffee, then please feel free to do so. I will be very, very grateful. I've added the links to all my uh, show notes, so you can go and see that in the bio for the podcast as well, and I'll add them to the end of the show notes, but that would be amazing. So feel free to buy me a coffee. It will be much appreciated. So, so pleased with the 103 interviews that I've done so far. Every single woman has had a different story to tell and I'm incredibly proud to have had the pleasure of being able to share these stories and hopefully offer some inspiration to you all. It's now in the top two and a half percent of the um, global podcast for society and culture personal stories, which is amazing when you think of how many podcasts are out there. And it's something that I've become really passionate about. I started the podcast back in 2018 because after starting my own career as a model later in life at 46, I was suddenly on social media for the first time on Instagram, finding so many other women like me that were in their 40s that were really reinventing themselves, starting new careers, um, new hobbies that were taking them on a very different direction and really embracing this next chapter. And it gave me so much inspiration and motivation. And I think the motivation was the key because let's face it, not every day is an amazing day. We don't wake up feeling 100% about our lives every single day of the week. Some days we have wobbles, some days we have insecurities, some days we have days full of self-doubt. And I know I've had plenty of those along the way and it's something that will always be work in progress. But what I found is the women that I share on the podcast, hearing their stories, hearing their motivation, hearing their journeys, gives me a massive boost of confidence and it makes me think that anything is possible and it reminds me that our age doesn't have to be a barrier to achieving all our goals. So huge thank you to all the women that come on here and, and are so honest and share their stories with me because it feels like a real privilege. So I started these in 2018. As I've said, 103 women, can't believe it. And what have I learned along the way from these women? I would say firstly, I have learned that Oh, I have been reminded, should I say, that women are bloody amazing. Really, we are so amazing. There are so many talented women that are living their lives to the full and really embracing every moment of it and thriving later in life. And we are, we're not very good at blowing our own trumpets. Somehow we find it more uncomfortable, I think, than men perhaps do, especially in the workplace. And there are so many talented women out there that, that don't, um, you know, shine a light on themselves. So hopefully this podcast allows a little bit of that. I run a free Step Out of the Bubble Facebook group on, on, and I absolutely love it. We've got nearly 200 women in there now. And every Sunday we do a On Sunday We Celebrate post. 
where I encourage all the women in the group to share their wins of the week, whether, no matter how small they might think it is, but whatever a win means to them. Because I think it's really important that we kind of appreciate how far we've come and we are constantly striving to move forward and push ourselves, but we often forget to see how far we've come and to appreciate where we're at now. And celebrating on a Sunday our wins is a great opportunity to remind ourselves of how fantastic we are and on the amazing things that we're doing. And that might just be that you've survived a really hectic family week of lots of different toing and froing. It might mean that you have got through a really tough week looking after older parents and you have come out of it and managed to find half an hour a day for yourself. Every single win counts, but I think it's something that we really need to move forward and celebrate a lot more of. So that's what we do in the Facebook group, which is, I love it. It's one of my favourite days of the week in the group because everybody joins in and, and champions each other, gives each other a clap, and I love it. And hopefully that gives other people inspiration too. So what else have I learned? That stepping out of your comfort zone can be really, really scary and the fear can hold us back. And I know that that's the case for me. I spent my 20s and my 30s allowing the fear of kind of being seen and not feeling good enough to hold me back from life. And when I did find the confidence in my 40s, it just opened the door to so many new opportunities because I was able to push past the fear, know that nothing bad was going to happen, and that fear of failure could be here less and less. The more you do, the easier it becomes, and then you do not know where those opportunities are going to lead to. I would never have imagined that I would be modelling lingerie at 52 when I was so insecure about my body in my 20s and 30s and saying yes to new opportunities can take on take you down a whole different direction and I love the fact that I'm now modelling and you know I'm currently in the Bravissimo shop windows in my bra and knickers which um, I absolutely love. We recently went to London with some friends and we, we uh, got a quick selfie outside the front, front of the shop um, and I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of the journey that I've been on and where I've got to. But if you'd have asked me if I'd been doing this in my 20s, I would have run a mile and said, no, thank you. So I think pushing past the fear of doing things is really important to get to that next stage and being more open-minded about things. And so many women in the podcast have definitely faced their fears, pushed past it, and look where it's led to. It's just amazing. And if you are struggling with that fear, um, that I would definitely recommend you read um, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers because it's one of my favourite books and it really does kind of encourage you and teach you to just push past that because who knows what's on the other side of that. And I can think of so many different examples on the podcast of the women that I've interviewed that have gone on to do amazing things. You know, recently I interviewed Stephanie Oram who is a humorous, erotic um, author and she started this new career during the pandemic, during lockdown. She was kind of not working. Her business idea that she was just about to launch in recruitment had had to all kind of stop because of the pandemic and it didn't work out. So she was found herself at home bored and she decided to write some uh, humorous er erotic novels and sex whips and hairy bits, if you've not read it yet, is hilarious. But it's also, last week, the number two in the whole of the Amazon books, not just in her genre, but in the whole of the, the uh, list of books in Amazon, she was number two, which is just incredible. And that was because she tried something new and she didn't know where it was going to go. She just kind of followed her gut instinct, went with it, had fun along the way, and now look what she's doing. And she's also just written a book about the menopause as well. So I'm looking forward to reading that. If you go back to my first guest, Jo Mosley, who if you followed me for a while, you'll know that I'm good friends with Jo Mosley, Healthy Happy 50. 
we were friends, we were school mums, and um, you know, we we neither of us knew what we would be doing now in our 50s and we'd never have imagined it. And she certainly didn't, she wasn't sporty, she wasn't particularly active, and it wasn't until the 50s that she started paddleboarding. And the paddleboarding came through a kind of need really to manage her menopause symptoms mostly and to for her mental well-being she started it and she has now gone on to do some amazing adventures paddleboarding the north she's the first first woman um, to do that and she's also just had a book published paddleboarding in great standard paddleboarding in great britain which is out now and seeing her fly and the work she's doing now she has completely um, fulfilled her dreams and beyond and, and has got another exciting you know she's She's not stopping, this is just the beginning, and I love seeing that. So, so many of the women have pushed past the fear and just gone on to see what else is next, and I love that, it's so exciting, and it really just show you. The third thing I would say that I've noticed the most about the podcast guests is about mindset. It's about we how, how we approach things, and I think you can do a lot of work on that in meditation and taking time out and following your intuition. And I do think that kind of caring less about what other people think is one of the blessings of, you know, as you get older. I certainly care less now, in my, now I'm in my 50s than I certainly did in my 40s. And then, you know, I'm hoping that that will continue to grow. That fear of other people's judgment does get less. And I think once you can get to that stage, that really helps with your mindset because you don't allow other people's judgment to hold you back. So that's kind of how I've been feeling about the podcast and, and how really I am being inspired by these women and I hope that encourages you too. So yeah, I'm 52 on Friday and uh, it's, it's interesting because when I turned 40, I had obviously had this big, big life change. I had uh, just recently got divorced and I was learning to discover who I was really. And it was, who am I? What do I like? And what do I like to eat? What do I like to do? What do I like to listen to? It was a whole kind of... 10 years really of discovering that, where do I want to travel to? And there was a huge amount of growth in those 10 years. And along the way, obviously a new career started and you know, I've, I've had an amazing decade. And then I got to my 50s and now it feels like it's a, it's a whole new chapter again. So I'm 52 and I am feeling like, A, I do care a lot less than even in my 40s about what other people think. But also, I suppose my priorities are changing as well. I've still got the ambition and drive, but I want to take even more time out for myself, for my own mental well-being. There's much more of that sense of urgency in terms of, this is your life now, this is it. You know, you're, you're in your 50s and this is about what you want to do. You know, I've been through that whole grieving process of, of my children leaving home, my eldest Millie is 24 tomorrow, my son's 22, he's moved out living on his own in his own flat, and my youngest Nancy is 19 and in her second year at uni, so I hardly ever see her. And that took a while to adapt to, and it was that whole sense of kind of loss really, and having to redefine my role in the family and who I was. And it took a while to get over that, but... I'm at the other side of that now and I actually feel like a new sense of freedom and it's really quite liberating and obviously I love spending time with the children that's that's you know the most family time for me is the most important part of my life but also now having the freedom gives me time with Mark to go and do what exactly what we want to do there's no fitting in with anybody there's no times that we have to to kind of be back for or to pick anybody up from and that's really freeing and I think it is about a mindset 
we can allow ourselves to really wallow in those sad feelings of grief and almost fight it and I think fighting it just makes it worse because we just have to go through it we have to take a deep breath we have to acknowledge the fact that our lives are changing that our family dynamics are changing and we have to just go through that allow it to happen and take stock of things and move on and, and look forward and plan the things we want to do in our life and that's really what I've been at this last couple of years really through the pandemic once once my daughter had gone to university it was like okay what do I want out of this next chapter? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Where can Mark and I go traveling next? And so I feel like this, this next kind of decade is, is gonna be full of really new exciting opportunities. I want to travel so much more and I want to be able to, to see what I can achieve. I'm really ambitious, but it equally it feels a bit calmer than when I was in my 40s. In my 40s, I felt like there was this frantic need to prove myself to myself, I guess. Um, and that obviously going through divorce, you, you come out of it, it's never easy, but I wanted to come out of it feeling like I hadn't, like, that it hadn't been kind of in vain and I wanted to prove something to myself. And I think I've gone past that now. And now I'm over 50s, I'm like, okay, relax. This is who I am. I'm being my authentic true self. I'm happy in my own skin. And let's just go with that and enjoy it. And I think that's really important. If we can get to that stage, it's really liberating. So that's how I'm feeling about my 50s. I'm really looking forward to this next chapter. Body confidence in the menopause is interesting. Um, so yeah, I've been on HRT since 2018 um, on the Easter gel and it's definitely been a bit of a lifesaver for me. I really found like I like Davina has talked about on the programme a lot. I, you know, I felt like I was having early onset dementia. I felt like I just couldn't concentrate on anything. Didn't know who I was and, and the HRT definitely has helped with that. But what I have found, and I don't know if it's made worse from the pandemic, is that my anxiety has, has really increased. And that's something in the last two or three months that I've really been struggling with. And I'm sure people listening can relate to that. It comes out of absolutely nowhere for no reason. It just creeps up on you and suddenly you feel anxious about things. For me, it's been travel, driving, and I love cars, love traveling. And it's been something that has caused me a lot more anxiety. So I am really working on that and trying to do that self-help and self-love, taking time for myself to not get overwhelmed so that I do things at my own pace just when the, when the, when I'm riding those waves because it is an up and down thing. It's not a continuum, you know, it's not every single day, but it comes in waves. But I'm hoping that that will settle down because that's been a bit of a surprise to me. The anxiety has definitely been a, something that I hadn't really quite expected. If anybody is interested, Calms, um, the herbal remedy Calms for me has been great. I take two in the morning and then I take two if I ever need any during the day, but it definitely has helped me. Whether that's scientifically proven or it's something that's psychological, I don't know, but it works for me, so I'm gonna stick with it. So they're the Calm tablets that I, I would give a try if it's something that you are really struggling with. What else am I doing to try and combat my kind of mental well-being during the menopause? I am going on my phone less because I found that that increased my anxiety. Because when you're struggling with anxiety and you're feeling overwhelmed by life, sometimes going on everyone else's social media and seeing how amazing their lives are and what they're doing can make you feel like you're not good enough and that you're not doing the things that you should be doing if you're struggling to get focused on each day. So I'm spending less time on social media at the moment, which has been really quite nice. Um, what else have I been doing? I've started while swimming, um, which I think is really going to help my mindset because it's really helping me concentrate on the breathing and the breath work when I'm feeling a bit stressed 
and I love being outdoors in nature. I live in North Yorkshire, it's a beautiful part of the world in Riverdale. I'm so blessed to live where I live and so to be able to connect with nature, go out for daily walks and be in the river swimming, then that's something that I really want to do a lot more of in my life. Just started it again in the May. Whether I can continue it all year round, like I know lots of women do, um, we shall see. But the plan is so that I do it twice a week to really stay focused. Um, and I'm going to try and drag Mark out later today, actually, before it rains. So we shall see how I get on. But it's, it's really good for you. It gives me such a boost of endorphins, which I really enjoy. And just being more active. I found that I need to be more active to keep my mind still and to stay focused and to just be calmer. So that's what I'm doing to combat my menopause symptoms. And I know that it'll soon pass and it's not forever. And, you know, equally it's, it's, I do have amazing days too where I'm not having to feel like this. The other side effect of the menopause, I guess, is the changes to your body. And I am, you know, I've done a lot of work on my body confidence in the last 12 years since I turned 40. And it's something that I'm incredibly proud of myself for overcoming some of those hurdles because I was the person that really did struggle to feel good enough. Um, you know, if I was out with people, I would I would really feel uncomfortable in my own skin and that can hold you back so much and it's really quite painful to go through. And it's, you know, it starts at a young age. It starts from wearing glasses when I was, um, you know, at primary school because I had a squint. So my, my first nickname was Becky Four Eyes. You know, it then goes to the playground of secondary school when a young boy in the playground calls you chubby and then that sticks with you so then you feel like you're the odd one out. Going up to, to senior school when I was in my 17, 18 years old when I, you know, my boobs were bigger than most people in my year. By then I was probably already a 34 double D. So I was hugely self-conscious, lots of inappropriate comments, lots of testosterone going on at school. Men thought it was okay to, to kind of make make definite kind of jokes and um, comments about my figure and my shape and that leads you all to piling on all that baggage that we get and you know then it continues as family members judge you you know I've had lots of unusual comments from family members about my weight and that's been like a, a topic of conversation whether I'd lost weight or not and then when I did lose weight you know that I, I would say there's been twice in my life when I've been what I would call slim um, which is probably a UK size 10, 12. And they were both times when I was incredibly unhealthy. The first time when I was 18 and I really struggled um, and, and started uh, making myself sick. Um, I did get help from the doctor luckily and, and managed to get over that. And then the second time I uh, lost lots of weight when I got divorced. I lost about two stone in about a month, month and a half, really dramatic weight loss. And the interesting thing was that I got so much praise about how amazing I looked and how fantastic it was that I'd lost weight and don't you look fantastic, well done you. And actually the realistic, you know, that what was really going on was that I was incredibly unhappy. I was going through a really traumatic stage in my life, very dramatic, very traumatic. And yet the first thing that people focus on is whether you, you know, whether they think that you are a better person because you've lost weight, which to me is just ridiculous. And looking back now, makes me really angry that people put those those judgments on people and those that's your first impression of somebody that that's just so damaging so years and years of all these different layers take a long time to let go of and I think if you really want to get there you've got to do that inner work and forgive all that and move on because you know your worth is not about your dress size your worth is not about how much you weigh 
on the weighing scales. Your worth is not about what you look like. It's about what you're doing with your life and how you feel about your life and the way you interact with the world and what you're doing um, to, to offer the world just as much as anything else and, and everything else just falls into insignificance. And I think that's the big lesson that I have learned in my 40s and now my 50s. So that even if I am having a bad day, because sometimes our body confidence has a wobble. Sometimes if I am feeling more menopausal and hormonal, I will feel bloated. The last thing I'll want to do is maybe do a lingerie shoot, but I do it and then I look at the images and think, yeah, you look fine, you're just fine as you are. But it doesn't mean to say that every day is like that. The difference is how we manage it. And I manage it so much easier now because I will take myself out for a walk. I will take my, I will not allow my head to go down that route because I know that that's not going to serve me and my body. And it's about being kind to ourselves and also putting those boundaries in place as well. So that's kind of been my body confidence journey. And yeah, it's ongoing. It will never be a done deal. I think you hear people say, oh yeah, no, I'm body confident. It doesn't mean to say that that's every single day of their lives. That's, that's just not true. We have to work at that and we have to put the boundaries in place to make sure it stays like that and keep it topped up because it's it's fragile and it's something that we have to really work on. And that's it. That's my journey, my body confidence and the menopause, which has been interesting. What else do I want to do now in my 50s? Um, what's next, I guess? I really want to concentrate on the work that I'm doing to champion women in midlife. I'm starting a new membership, which is coming out in September, which I'm really, really excited about. It's something that I've wanted to do for the last two years and has taken me a lot of time to get my head around it, to believe in myself, to um, work with the right people to teach me the skills to do it. So that's going to be happening in September, which is super exciting. I'll tell you more about that later, in, later on. Um, the Facebook group I am loving. This year for me is definitely about connections. I think making real connections with people have, you know, has really kind of touched me and the people that I've met through the podcast has been amazing that have now become friends. I was lucky enough to meet Siobhan Daniels. If you don't follow Siobhan Siobhan, um, then please go and check her out. I, I had a lovely lunch with her a couple of months ago and making these connections on social media that then become you know, real life friends is really important and social media gets a really bad rap sometimes and there's lots of good and bad things about it. But I think for me, making real connections and making new friends through it has been invaluable and I've loved it and I've, I've met some really special people. So I'm truly grateful for that. So yeah, moving forward, making connections, the Facebook group, love it. There's, there's just under 200 women there. So if you want to come and join us, go on to Facebook and look up Step Out of the Bubble. You are more than welcome. And it's just a really great space. It's a safe space for women to kind of encourage and inspire and motivate one another to try new things, to step out of their comfort zones, to share the work that they're doing and what they want to do. And you will be surprised at how many people want to make changes in their lives after 40 that are really exciting new adventures. And I always love hearing their stories and how the other women support one another. So you would be more than welcome. I'd love to see you in there. When it comes to social media, I will still keep going on Instagram. I love it. It's a great place to, to share our work and to, to be inspired by other people. I do want to do more body confidence work on there. I think during the pandemic, it was very easy because we, know we were all kind of at home, not doing very much. So it was easy to fall into a trap of not being creative. So I lost that sense of creativity, I think. And so I lost my mojo a bit in terms of the creative side. So I'm now back to that, planning lots of exciting shoots, stepping out of my own comfort zones, pushing myself further. And so I will be doing more of that kind of body confidence work on my Instagram feed. So if that's something that you like, it'll be coming, there'll be more of it. 
I think, you know, it's okay to lose your mojo and have a few months off and then it comes back. It's about allowing yourself time to do that. What else is going on? I have got um, Silver and Sassy with Annie. That's really taking off. We've got our second event this year, which is um, next week, this week, actually. Um, let's come around really quickly where we will be working with John Lewis this time with our 12 models and we'll be showcasing how fantastic silver grey and white-haired women can be and they certainly do not need to feel invisible on the high street because you know you can wear really bold and bright and beautiful colours with grey, silver and white hair and you know it's about inspiring confidence so I'm looking forward to that event on Thursday so we're planning more silver and sassy events which is really really kind of exciting and something that I hadn't anticipated until Annie had contacted me a couple of years ago so good to be working on that and yeah that's just it really and if I could pay myself a compliment um, which I'm going to ask myself like I ask all my guests it would be that I am really happy in my own skin and I am being true to myself and I'm being my authentic self. And I think that's that's something that I'm more wary of on, on social media now. I really follow people that I can see are being authentic and, and I think if you're not being, it really doesn't kind of appeal to me because you can see through people and it's fake and I think it's important that we are authentic and we show life as it is and you know the good and the bad. I recently um, had a bizarre experience for the first time it's happened I was in Nottingham bearing in mind I live in in North Yorkshire and I was actually picking up my new car and um, somebody a lady in the car park came over to me and introduced herself and said that she followed me on Instagram and that um, you know we got chatting and she said how much I inspired her which was really really lovely made my day um, but what what was really important to me was she she came away saying you are exactly as I see you on, on Instagram every day, you are exactly as I hoped you would be. And I loved that. You know, I was in tracksuit bottoms and a hoodie. It was raining. It was a bit of a snowy day. I had no makeup on. I had my hair in a ponytail. Um, and that's, that is, you know, that's, that's a reality. And I love the fact that she said that I was the same as she thought I would be from, from following me. And I think once you get to that stage, then that's really freedom, isn't it? Because you don't have to pretend to be anybody else. And maybe that is something that comes with age as well. We stop, we let our guard down. We don't have to keep up a pretense anymore. So I think that, that being in our 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s is a really amazing time. And I think it's something that we should celebrate and not be scared of. And I think we also should share that with the younger generation so that they're not scared to come up behind us and that they know that there's lots of positive things about it. So... Thanks for my rambling. I um, hope you've uh, enjoyed it and uh, thanks for listening to my rambling. It's been a uh, great chance to just catch up with you all, let you know how I'm getting on, what I'm up to and I hope you keep listening to the podcast. I've got another fantastic guest with you next week and yeah, keep being fabulous. <laughs>